it called again? Convincing idiots. Convincing idiots. Called it ham gravy. <laughs> I informed them that I sided with the stat man, not just anyone's opinion, the stat man Brian Fisher. These kids today, uh, Jingle All the Way is in fact the best Christmas movie of all time. I need to get grandma a present <laughs> and my herpes is flaring up. <laughs> I got it. Mm-hmm. Yo, yo, yo. Three friends representing three different generations. That's our whole shtick. That's our thing. Mm-hmm. Nick got the whole poop. Mm-hmm. I'm standing Ball's in the sea breeze, <laughs> holding awesome. a turd just mightily. I'm just going any hats. <laughs> anyway, on a lighter note. Uh, CI 22 in 5, 4, 3. And welcome to the podcast, welcome to the vodcast, welcome to the broadcast. Boys and girls, welcome to the show. This is Convincing Idiots. My name's Dean. Oh, the Zennial still. I'm Brian Gen X. And my name is Nick, and I am a millennial. And uh, if you have decided to make it your New Year's resolution to uh, start listening to the greatest podcast known to man, well, welcome. This is your first time. We are convincing idiots. Wow. We are three friends who yeah. like to talk about nerd and pop culture. <laughs> friends is a loose term. Uh, nerd and pop culture things, uh, and uh, we welcome you here, whether you're a first-time or a long-time listener. Uh, if you would like to find us on social media, you can find our links to our Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, uh, our email address, all the places we can be heard on our Convincing Idiots link tree. Just Google Convincing Idiots link tree, L-I-N-K-T-R-E-E. And there will be links for you to follow us on all social media platforms. Uh, like and subscribe there. You can also go to our website for that information. That is convincingidiots.wordpress.com. So Word. go check us out. Uh, if you feel so inclined, we appreciate it. Uh, like, subscribe, rate, review, all that stuff, you know. Give um, us your monies. Yeah, give us money, whatever you want to do. It's, uh, it's a brand new year. It's a new you, and I feel mm-hmm. like it's a more charitable you. Mm-hmm. So the 2022 mm-hmm. you wants to give the 2022 us money. You're talking, about, you're talking to the audience, not me, right? Yeah, you don't have any money to give me. Oh, no. I was going to give you gonorrhea, but I did. that's all I got to give. Okay. Well, you can keep that over there. Maybe we'll okay. leave the charitable donations to the listeners. All right. Well, you know, <laughs> your loss. So we, we took last week off, gentlemen. We did. Uh, so God last... damn it, boys. I missed you. It's been... Did we? So, so Christmas and New Year's have both passed, right? Since we last mm-hmm. went on. Yes. Holidays are That's passed. Right. That's right. Okay. So, Brian, how was your Christmas? How was your New Year's? It's another year gone out of your, out of your uh, lengthy life. Um, mm-hmm. how, how was it for you? <laughs> it was very good after, uh, delivering all the, uh, you know, the espressos and so forth, all the millennials out mm-hmm. there. Thank Christmas you. Appreciate Eve. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I, you know, it's a very nice, relaxing time, uh, with family and friends and loved ones and all that. So it was good. Spent some time off of work. Um, you know, it's just, just very nice, very nice, relaxing my birthday was in there as well, as you guys know. So it, you know, it was just just a nice holiday season. So, yeah. so yeah. we wait a minute. I think so. We missed since we last spoke. It was Christmas. Mm-hmm. Christmas. 
Mm-hmm. Well, actually, Brian's birthday, then Brian, Christmas, then Christmas, then New Year's, then Dean's birthday. Like we've yeah, missed right. like a quarter of yes. a year's worth of events since. Yeah. Yep. No that's more right. weeks off. No more. Mm-mm. That's right. It's too much. But that was too, good. Too much. Dean, how about you? How was your uh, holiday season, sir? Um, it was good. I had the week off between Christmas and uh, New Year. Mm-hmm. My, and my a, birthday and a, happened. Merry birthday to you as well. That happened. Thank you, you well. sir. Thank you, sir. I am uh, a ripe old age of seventeen years old, and um, you know, I had uh, a good birthday. I had a good Christmas. Friends and family uh, got to hang out with everybody. Got to uh, spend a good beer night with uh, one Mr. Brian Fisher. Mm-hmm. Went to go out yes. downtown Akron. It was a good time. Mm-hmm. Um, Nick dislikes us so much that he drove like fucking yeah. 14 hours away just n- so he couldn't spend my birthday with me. So, I mean, it, it is a, it is a surefire way to get out of doing things. It, it sure is. It like sure I is. just, I can't, I just, I physically can't. I mean, I'm, we missed you. Um, oh, thank you. I, I hope you know that, you know, yep. yeah. we, we both sat there and pondered what it would be like to, uh, to squeeze on your, uh, uh, midi teats. Uh, <laughs> I didn't say it. I didn't say it. Mini? Just mini? No. Midi. Mi- midi. <laughs> oh, mini teats. I thought you said mini teats. I'm like, that's <laughs> a weird way to. It's a weird thing to call them. But all right, mini. I'm gonna milk you later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you ain't gonna get much. <laughs> Out of the prostate, I will. <laughs> so, for all the new listeners, this is what actually happens here. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, do, you want to go ahead and put your your earbuds in or turn on the volume when you hear me talking? Maybe I don't mm-hmm. know. Now I think for 2022, Brian has actually tossed around uh, editing a deanless version of the podcast. For it's mm-hmm. almost like the child the child proof listening. Uh, yep. If you got kids in the car, you just they're gonna it's gonna be the same exact episode. Oh, there won't be any okay. dean words. No, no see, dean at all. See, you know Takes how PG thirteen. Mm-hmm. But do you realize all the how... intellectual properties are still there? It's all it's all mm-hmm. there for you. Just less listen, vulgar. Li- listen. You realize how boring this is going to be? A, you're going to take uh, the long, uh, uh, winded diatribe of me out, making a stupid joke, and then the the long silence of you guys not laughing at my joke. So that's like double right. the silence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, we're just going to clip it. We're just going to. It's like you were never there. It's just oh, like you oh, never existed in it. In I the thought first you were place. just, you know, kind of like no, we're not. Like blurt out somebody's face. Yeah. You would silence my part. So no, you're just no, gonna edit just, me it'd out. It'd be like you were never there. You like your cut, your name's cut out of everything. It's like it, it was a Nick and Brian podcast only. Oh, I'd fucking listen to that. <laughs> right. Sure, yeah. with my children, that'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> they can, they finally know what uh, Daddy does. <laughs> so, Nick, how was your time, sir? You went to visit family. It was good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I went. Uh, I've got family in uh, South Carolina, so we went to go uh, spend some time with them. It was nice. We haven't had. Uh, uh, Christmas. See, we left the day after Christmas, so we haven't had the Christmas season uh, with them in quite a few years. So that was really nice. Had a great Christmas, uh, great New Year's, great visit with the family, and um, glad to be back here. Very good. Awesome. Yes. Beautiful. It's a beautiful shirt you have on there, uh, young Nicholas. I think. Well, this was a Christmas gift uh, from one Megan. Uh, that is Dean's girlfriend, who had me in our family gift exchange, uh, and it says it's terrible time. Because uh, for those, you didn't even have to mention the, the the gift exchange. It could have been just like, oh yeah, she just gives gifts. To, she gives me gifts. Yeah, it wasn't even time. actually. It was actually a New Year's gift. It wasn't even. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. 
Yes. Also, uh, the the boys got me this uh, fun little uh, Howard. Whoa! As Turbo Man, Funko Pop from Jingle All the Way. He's got so the little not, Turbo Man in his hand there. All the time. Yeah, it's everything. It's everything. Okay. Well, this fucking cord is so short that it, like any time I move away from it too far, things are bound you'd to come. You'd be used to it's, that. It's like a sp- it's like a spider web. Things just come like stray too far things just come tell us again me. how things come and they come like this yeah okay yep. all right yeah yes all right oh, so i guys, want to brag about uh, my hat real quick yeah brian i mean birthday mm-hmm. present uh, i don't know how long ago but we were talking about uh, different sports teams and i'd mentioned that i it'd be cool to have an old school uh montreal expos hat and for my birthday brian got me an expos hat so there you go. Bragging. Nice. Brian is the master of uh, gifting people and baiters. Uh, hats, yes, hats of defunct uh, teams. He got mm-hmm. me a Quebec Nordiques hat for my birthday. Last That's year. right. Yes. Yep. There you go. See, when well, you guys edit you me out, I'm going to get him a, a hat with uh, the, the old uh, logo of Comintig uh, uh, Idiots with me on it. Right. <laughs> you know, since I won't yeah. be there, I'll be edited the out. Defunct, the defunct logo. Yeah, that's right. right. Is yep. that a new hat that you were sporting, Brian? I don't know if I've seen you in that one before. I got this a couple of years ago, so it might be new to you, if you will. Okay. So it's a, it's a retro '80s Cavs logo hat. So, well, look, look at all three of us. Happy new hat year, everybody! Yeah. yeah. Well, mine's not Absolutely. new either, but uh, well, but it's the first time I think we've all worn a vintage. hat at the same time on the show. Maybe I don't know. Mm, it's it's rare. Maybe. You're right. Yeah. It's rare that it has happened. Yeah. Usually it's just Nick and I, but yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, my head's cold yeah. these days. Mm-hmm. Right. All right. So uh, we talked about guys. Just you know, this is our first new show of the new year. We thought we would uh, recap um, moments from 2021. You know, uh, some of our favorite uh, pop culture moments, movies, shows. We're going to uh, recognize some folks that uh, that uh, uh, significant pop culture that passed on for a minute. So that's kind of what uh, we thought we'd do tonight for the first show of 2022. Well, Deuces. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> no. So that's going to get edited out. <laughs> like it never even happened. <laughs> it's going to be great. <laughs> well, certainly the less cheerful part of the episode, let's start with, and that's uh, some of our, some significant. We, we already, uh, oh, uh, oh, I thought we were going to talk about Nick's shirt. Oh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I like my shirt. <laughs> Nick represents, in a way, some of the death of of good Christmas movies in some respect. <laughs> That's right. But, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. We can hey, it made it on the Mount Rushmore, so of our it Christmas did. movies. So yeah, <clears throat> next, next year we should do some sort of um, you know the Ghost of Christmas uh, past, present, and future. Huh? Between the three of us, you know, I guess I would be the present because I'm in the middle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Nick is the uh, future, future, and I, I guess sure. I guess that leaves Brian as the past. But you, Brian in the you, past. You know, sure. We all have our roles to play. That's right. Sure. Right? Okay. That's, that's right. That's right. Well, in my pseudo role of Ghost of Christmas Past, let's talk about some who have passed on from 2021. Fantastic segue. Well, there you go. My God, God damn it, still good. got it. Still got it. How about that? So the old I man still got it. <laughs> I know one that uh, we talked about on a prior episode that uh, we all enjoyed, uh, Norm MacDonald. Yeah. We enjoyed his uh, work, not that he died. 
Not that he died, of course. Okay, right? okay good. So, right. Sounded weird. Definitely well known for his time on SNL. Uh, he was on Weekend Update. Uh, definitely known for just relentlessly making fun of O.J. Simpson at the time and the O.J. trial. And that was definitely a reason that, or was a factor that uh, got him uh, fired from SNL. I think it was a friend of, nor uh, a o. friend J. of the Simpson. producer. No, it was a friend oh. of the, a friend of OJ. Let's see, is an executive producer. NBC executive Don Olmeyer was a longtime friend of Simpson, and that did definitely he uh, did not appreciate the OJ jokes, and that was a factor of him getting let go. But um, I don't know. Any final thoughts on Norm Macdonald? Thoughts, memories, anything? Yeah, just I mean, uh, he. There's some people that uh, just have that natural knack that like that. Um, I don't know if you want to call it a charisma, but just that natural knack for like delivery. And Norm Macdonald had that very. I don't want to say it was charismatic so much as it was uh, because he was so dry a lot of the time. Um, there was something just very. Funny and charming always about Norm Macdonald, and I think I, we referenced it in an old episode. I brought it up, but I just the Turd Ferguson thing from the the Jeopardy sketch will always be so good. One yeah. of the best. It's definitely one of my favorite Norm Macdonald, where he was portraying Burt Reynolds, Turd Absolutely. Ferguson. Um, yeah. yeah, but just uh, yeah, great comedian. Um, you know, sad to see him go, but uh, yeah, we'll, we'll be missed. Very uh, very talented individual for sure. Yep. So you have. All you know, you have comedians like Jerry Seinfeld and um, and all of these guys that, that people mimic and mock, not mock, but mimic and, and do their bits or do their impressions of them. Dana Carvey's one. Well, I guess he would do everybody else, but you know what I'm saying. Norm Macdonald was so unique and so uh, fucking amazing that you you couldn't do Norm Macdonald. You, you could, you know, you don't see, hear anybody like. You know, there's some comedians out there that they're not specifically stealing their um, mannerisms, not material or even mannerisms. Like, but yeah. you can tell in that they're influenced. That they mm -hmm. watched a lot of uh, Jerry Seinfeld or um, what was the guy's name? Uh, died of heroin overdose. Mitch Hedberg. Mitch Hedberg. There, you can tell certain comedians. You're like, I bet he was a fan of Mitch Hedberg because he just had that. Some people have those. That sure. tone and stuff. Nobody could pick. Nobody could do what Norm did. I, I, he was so damn unique. I think it, it might have been. It must have been one of his last things he did. I don't know, but I talked about it in our, in our Christmas episode. One of the uh, movies I caught last season was Claws, K L A U S, on Netflix. Yeah, which is a very cool animated. Uh, movie. It was like a different take on the the origin of Santa Claus. So T.K. Simmons was the voice of Santa, and all, all that. Uh, I'd kind of forgotten that Norm Macdonald was in this movie in a pretty prominent role. There was a a, a ferryman guy. So the, you know this guy took passengers across to this mm. island, and he was just hilarious throughout the entire movie. This this character, and it was Norm Macdonald. It was classic Norm Macdonald. So. I watched it over Christmas break here. So if, if you haven't seen it, you're kind of in the mood for last holiday movie. I would encourage anybody out there, go listen to Claus on Netflix, again, KLAUS, and here's some of the great Norm MacDonald in that movie, terrific movie, and he was uh, he was fantastic. So uh, 
Okay, and then I, I, I there's so many people passed on of significance. I, I I wrote down here George Seagal. Um, he was in a lot of uh, different movies. Uh, Who's afraid of Virginia Woolf? He was on the NBC series. He got really me. fat, and he, he kept the ponytail, right? No, you're thinking of Steven Seagal. I think. Oh, yeah. He, he died though, right? Steven Seagal. No, uh, yeah. Steven Seagal is alive. But George Seagal. Are you sure? I mean, I yeah. saw a picture of him the other day. I mean, he's walking around, but I don't think he's alive. Maybe not alive, like enjoying life, per se. <laughs> okay. But just... not as vibrant as he once was. Right, right. But George Seagal, was, he was hilarious in Just Shoot Me. That was an NBC series uh, with uh, David Spade. You might remember that show. He played the this executive guy. Yeah. And most recently, he played the grandfather on the Goldbergs on ABC, Pop Pop. Mm -hmm. uh, okay, yeah. Great, great character on there. Um, I don't know. A lot of different Honestly, didn't know he died. The... Yes. So he was uh, age 87 back in March, March 23rd. Mm. So Okay. Anyway, it's, it's extra sad to me when you see some of the funny people pass on, like, you know, uh, Norm and George and I don't know. Familiar with George Seagal? Any last words on George? Um, great character actor. Really funny. Um, again, I didn't know he died until you just said it. So I'm gonna. Yeah. It'll take uh, a few years to process it, but uh, yeah, real funny guy. Yeah. I didn't. Wasn't. I mean, okay. I didn't. The name didn't jump out at me. But once you said, I I could pick out. I I could see his face when you said the grandfather on the Goldbergs. Yeah. Yeah, he recognized yes. him. Yeah. 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 Okay. Another one for me was Cloris Leachman, uh, 94 years of age. She passed away all the way back in January of last year. Wow, yeah. Emmy, an Oscar-winning actress. She was best known for, she was on the Mary Tyler Moore Show, Mary Tyler Moore Show, uh, for several years. She was on uh, Malcolm in the Middle for many years as well. And there was some other... Raising Hope. Raising Hope. That's it. Thank you. She was the yeah, eccentric the grandma. yeah. grandmother. Hilarious that was, on that, that show. That didn't get enough credit. That was funny. That was, a, was that, really funny. That was, was a funny terrific. show. Yeah. yeah. Everyone was great on that show. Uh, let's see. Butch Cassidy, the Sundance Kid movie she was in, and one of my all-time favorite movies, period, Young Frankenstein. Yep. Mel Brooks. She played Frau Blucher. Just completely straight. I don't know how she didn't, you know, laugh throughout the. Of course, I'm sure they they did, but uh, great, great roles. Very funny lady. Rest in peace, uh, Cloris. Any thoughts on Cloris? Anybody? Just brilliant. Okay. Yeah, funny. Yeah, funny. Mm. With, yeah, like I like uh, we were talking about raising hope or whatever. I that show didn't stick around for very long, but yeah, I very much enjoyed her so on good. that. She was just nuts and crazy, and it was yeah. It's like half half there, and you know, sanity wise, and it was it was a good show. Yeah, she was terrific. And two most recent ones, uh, very iconic uh, figures in pop culture. Uh, Betty White uh, passed away, age ninety nine, like two weeks before she turned a hundred. She was going to turn one hundred on. They had a 17th. they had a TV special ready mm. to to have for her for her hundredth birthday. Yeah, I wonder if they're still going to have it. I would think they would change it, maybe like, to honor, honor her. Fuck, you already had the time yeah. slot. And everything. Why not? I want to say back in earlier November, we were uh, 
we watched something. I don't know if it was on Netflix or not. I can't remember, but it was a special about basically about the career of Betty White and and how she broke into show business and mm-hmm. her kind of mantra and her mentality through you know navigating the waters all these years and kind of staying relevant and her attitude and outlook on life. It was really interesting. It was really cool. I had a lot of you know people she'd worked with and things like that. Just talking about her. I think Ryan Reynolds was on it. He was in that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The proposal she was in the proposal and stuff like that it was his grandma on the proposal with uh, Sandra Bullock and um, yeah I mean just you know it's it's crazy it really it, it it's funny and that's not funny but it's it's odd rather that um, the day she passed away it was the I mean I was down south visiting with my family and we were talking about Betty White and how she was going to be 100 and um, you know the year coming to an end I forget oh it was when ever actually as you're going to mention it was someone else very big in pop culture that passed away the day before. Mm -hmm. And we were like, man, that's, that's a big, you know, and they're like, I think someone brought up Betty White and my dad was like, well, the year's not over yet. And then I, it's maybe my dad drinks it, but, uh, it was Betty White. That's exactly. Yeah. 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 New Year's Eve day, last day of the year. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I mean, you got it. You got to look at her life and just go, what a, and I mean, a full life that she lived, not only that, but like she was always, I mean, I, nobody knows what goes on behind closed doors, but by all accounts, everything you ever saw of her in an interview, she's very well aware, very good quality of life, really seemed to enjoy her spot sure. in culture, in pop culture, and really played into it. And um, I mean, really had the fullest of lives I think you can imagine. I mean, she, like I said, no one knows what someone's actual life is like, but she really seemed... She always had her wits about her. She always seemed like she was in good spirits and just really enjoyed the ride all the way through. So uh, cheers to Betty White. Uh, beautiful yeah. career. Obviously, we would be remiss if we did not mention the Golden Girls. 99 yes, years old. Now all re- so they are reunited now. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. Well, that's well. Thank you that, for being I, a friend, Betty White. Yes, absolutely. Hey, look at he did. Very good. Very good. No, I mean. And and like he's like Nick said with um with Betty White, Horace Leachman, um that's they leave and uh well yeah you may hadn't mentioned the last one, right? Well I'll I'll talk about that then when you're done. Yeah, we'll just there's some people older yeah. when older people die like ninety nine years old, you're like, Okay, that's sad, but like uh Norm McDonald, you know, went way too soon. Yeah, you know right. what I mean. Like when you're old and you die old age, I mean, you look at that and go, you can celebrate their life, sure, yeah. not mourn it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Now, Nick, I have still have a reminder in my iPad. So remember, when Dean turns ninety nine, mm-hmm. we're going <laughs> to gonna, gonna happen. We're going to we're going to behead him at, yes, at his family absolutely. dinner, as we talked <laughs> about in prior episodes. Oh. Yeah, a, a quickening a quickening will be held. Yes. Yes. I will, of course, still be alive as the yes. Podlander. Well, the Podlander, right? the energy <laughs> yeah. of other podcasters. And then, Do you know yeah. what sort of fucking honor yeah. it's going to be to be killed by the Podlander? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I am looking forward to it, sir. Yeah. yeah. Very few. Sadly, sadly, Brian, you won't gain much power from beheading Dean. No, I, might lose, I might lose, <laughs> lose a couple of months there. But, yeah. yeah you, you're going to absorb something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Some disease um, of some sort, but yeah, that's okay. But, but luckily, luckily you'll, you will absorb, you know, such, uh, you'll absorb such power and grace and, and mm-hmm. grit. Grit is important. Yep. But what's more important is my, uh, family will, uh, absorb insurance. <laughs> because when I die, I will have Blake insurance. <laughs> 
Because let me tell you, Blake Insurance is an Erie insurance agency located in Barberton, Ohio. They provide auto, home, renters, business, and life insurance with honesty, decency, and affordability. Erie Insurance is above all else in service. You want to call 234-571-5359. If you didn't hear me before, I'll say it again, 234-571-5359. Or visit BlakeInsuranceLLC.com for your free five-minute quote today. When you go, tell them the hmm. Podlander sent you. Right. You know, make make getting insurance part of your playbook of 2022. Ooh. And also known for playbooks, who just recently passed away, unfortunately, was the great coach, John Madden. Boom. Probably, and it's certainly in our lifetimes, without a doubt, even, you know, mine included, has you know, been around longer, one of the most influential figures in football ever not, not, not even not oh, it's just 100 with, with, without a doubt right so and he will go down that as such rightfully so mm-hmm. uh obviously as and a coach cursed go ahead. so many so many young players it's amazing with the <laughs> game you mean the game <laughs> yeah. cover yeah no but he he there was actually a documentary on christmas day that fox sports aired to honor him, he was uh, 85 years of age, and shortly thereafter, he actually passed away. So it was actually very nice he was able to participate in the documentary and got to hear some people honoring him, including his family. Can you imagine family watching and that, and then just, it's like watching the credits roll in your life, because like in a few days, sort you're of. dead. That's crazy. Yeah, it, yeah. it couldn't have been much after, but it certainly wasn't much after when it aired on Christmas Day. I mean, certainly, he, he, he it's December 28th, so three days after Christmas, after it aired, he, he passed away. Um he was the youngest coach ever to win a Super Bowl. Well, at least at the time, excuse me, at the time with the Oakland Raiders. Doesn't seem that way. When you go back and look at the footage, you know, people just look different. And, and he was like in his late 30s, I think, when he won the Super Bowl. Uh, and he had the one of the all-time winningest records of any NFL coach in NFL history. Uh, a couple of years after he won the Super Bowl, he retired. And almost immediately went into broadcasting. He did a trial run with Bob Costas, and it just was obviously took off from there. He became the number one guy on CBS Sports. And when he got paired up with Pat Summerall, it took that those two guys together for many, many years were the voices of pro football. It was like the Monday Night Football guys, whatever. And it was John Madden and Pat Summerall. And then Fox Sports came into the picture and uh, uh, got the rights to the NFC games. And he immediately, first thing they did, the hire John Madden and Pat Summerall. Took, took the, the biggest guys from CBS Sports over to Fox and just propelled Fox Sports. John Madden eventually went on and did Monday Night Football with uh, Al Michaels, just those two for years. And then obviously, as you already mentioned, the, the Madden football game. So, yeah. Uh, EA Sports approached him, wanted to make a football game, and what he insisted on was that it uh, it taught people the game of football. He was very big on teaching the game of football and broadcasting. And I remember you, the, the the chart you could pick all the different plays the, and you learned you yeah, know what those right. were what they looked like yeah. and they had all your receivers like. the different yeah, you know right. buttons and that's where you know this is where you're gonna you know honestly until you said that I didn't know that was a thing where he he made you know yes. made a point of that thing I just remember learning a lot about fucking football playing that game that's right. there you go so he Very unequivocally cool. taught the game to millions of people 
mm-hmm. whether it be the broadcasting or in watching the game. Uh, he was, uh, you know, for one of the first guys ever to use, if not the first guy, to use the telestrator. So on screen, drawing the plays and showing you what was going Boom. on. Boom, whap, thing. And it's just, he was the every man uh, guy sitting around watching football that you would just love to sit around and watch watch football with. So, yeah, uh, probably my favorite football broadcaster of all time. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. so, yeah. Any thoughts on John? I'm doing all the talking here. Any thoughts on John Madden? No, yes. I, hell, I don't think we could we could uh, we could top it, man. I mean, yeah. you said it all. Yeah, I mean, I mean he, he he went beyond you know football. You know, he was a cultural icon. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Um, absolutely. Yeah. You're very yeah. It's it's well again sad, but how old was he? He was eighty five. Eighty five years of age, and eighty five good years. You know. I mean, what he gave back and, you know, so. Yeah. And I mean, for my generation, I mean, that's how, I mean, growing up with the rise of video games, that is how I got into almost every, actually, that's how I got into every single sport that I've ever liked. I played a video game of it first Mm -hmm. and that kind of advances it. And obviously there really was no other. Was there a video game of the behind dumpsters? (laughs) That's a different game that you play. Oh, oh, sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Some are just naturals at that. Um, <laughs> yeah, just, uh, I mean, I don't, there really was no other game. I mean, there was different competitor, you know, games and things like that. Um, you know, the 2K Sports brand had their own for a while, things like that. There was Blitz for the 64, and those were all fun. But, yeah, I mean, as far as, I mean, the the uh, realism of a football game, I mean, the Madden games, even from, you know, I mean, you're talking like Sega Genesis and stuff, like you said, all the little plays are on there and stuff. All I mean, it just, it really was, um, I think for my generation, I mean, I, I grew up a big football fan as well. We watched every game and all the, you know, Sunday night, Monday night, all that stuff, the afternoon games. And growing up a Cowboys fan, they were mm-hmm. the team. And I mean, Madden yep. and Summerall were like, they were like the voice of like the Cowboys yes. teams in the nineties, you know, that's, that's, right. that's who that's we right. always listen to because they got all their games. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, th- those voices to me, Pat Summerall and John Madden are like you said, the voices of football in my head. That's they're They're always there. You know, I can hear the cadence in which they would speak back and forth to each other and stuff. And yeah, John Madden just, uh, I mean, larger than life, uh, Epic just, you know, uh, a total giant in in sports and football, and uh, he definitely leaves behind a hell of a legacy with him. So, yeah, absolutely. And he finally got in the Hall of Fame in two thousand six as a coach. Many years. Is That's that right? Insane. Why did it take that he... long? Because they're douches. <sighs> well, it's like, yeah, it, it's it doesn't make any sense, frankly. Hmm. I mean, I guess maybe it... for some. Well, still, you said he was one of the w- most, you know, the winningest he coaches was. of all time. He I mean, he didn't coach a long time. I think that's what yeah. he didn't coach for super long, but he did win a Super Bowl. And most guys who coach don't. Period. Right. right? Uh, so I, I don't know. It just. I think it was just the 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 they wanted maybe a longer resume or something like that. Anyway, so he but he got to see it. Got to go in, and one of the nice things, uh, Nick, you mentioned all the Cowboys games he did. He was inducted in 2006, the same year of Troy Aikman from the Cowboys. Yeah. Got Very to go cool. in at the same time, and you know, Troy mentions that he was honored to have John Madden basically narrating all his highlights. If he go, Troy was if I go back and look at a highlight of myself on YouTube or whatever, it's usually John Madden doing the commentating on the games. So that's that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's awesome. So, 
Yeah. Very cool. All right, guys. So plenty of other people passed on of significance, but uh, those were a few that I had as far as uh, you know, pop culture or entertainment. Those were the uh, those icons. were the best ones that the the human race lost. Everybody else, dog shit. Fuck you all. <laughs> if you ain't Betty White and John Madden, get we the fuck don't out of care. <laughs> There were a lot of musicians and of significance and all that that passed on, but just for sake of time. Oh, yeah, Keith Richards, right? Nope, no, still no. Not nope, yet. still no. Really? Huh. The drummer for the Stones did pass away, though. So. Wow. Yeah. Again, I saw him, and, and I'm pretty sure. Okay. Actual yeah. Stones have had shorter lives than Keith Richards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's good. He might be the last one to survive. You never know. Yeah. All right, so I think it's a good time to, why don't we pause, take a break, and then we'll come back with some of our favorite uh, pop culture moments and movies and TV shows and stuff we're looking forward to in 2022. And if you're listening to this uh, via the podcast, do not fast forward. You're going to appreciate this beautiful voice you're about to listen to tell you some really important things. So uh, stay tuned. Absolutely. Be right back. We are back. It's a new year. It's the same old shitty convincing idiots cast, and we are ready for round two of our 2022 episode one. So we are talking about some of our uh, some we were discussing some people we lost in 2021, uh, kind of catching up with one another. And uh, so as we cl- close on 2021, perhaps we should discuss what are some things that you guys enjoyed about this year? We obviously know that we did not <laughs> like the passing of uh, Betty White and John Madden and mm-hmm. Norm MacDonald and other uh, great talents of the world. But Mm-mm. what are some things in 2021 that you did enjoy, Dennis? Oh, what I did enjoy. Actually, um, it's a little past 2021. It's into 2022. But I just want to give a shout out and uh, pour my next drink and thank Mr. Uh, Nick Schaefer, Uncle Nick. Thank you. Uh, oh, you're very welcome. He got me for my birthday. You're very welcome. You're very welcome. They were purchased in 2022. So oh, there you go. So that counts. There you go. It's all 2022. So that counts. Yes. All right. Um, I don't remember a whole lot of pop culture. Or at least I didn't look it up because um, you know, lazy. Right. Um, but my favorite. TV shows and movies that we got to encounter in 2021. Um, top of my list, top of my heart, uh, Ted Lasso. I know you guys haven't seen it. Nick. You, I, you were in, you saw it in the background. You were doing other stuff. Yeah, but, I probably won't um, now because she already she's like done with season one, and I'm probably never oh, will now. But yeah, <laughs> I wanted so to. Good, man. I wanted to. I you did. really? Should, I mean, yeah. you have the login. You you have Apple TV now. So, but yeah, I I have. Ted Lasso, um, Only Murders in the Building, mm-hmm. fantastic, um, and then again, in my heart, I love it. One of my favorite shows in the world, season uh, fuck eight, nine, I think nine of Letter Kenny came out just at Christmas. I binged uh, binge watched that all in one night, um, and then I'm gonna go ahead and. Uh, lump all of the Marvel TV shows. Mm-hmm. Hawkeye, uh, WandaVision, uh, Loki, Loki, 
Winter Soldier, you know, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. What if? What if? Shit, yeah. Shit, I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, there were a lot. Of, those were all this year, eh? All this year? They were, because it started with WandaVision, and it was yep. right around the beginning of the year, I believe. So, right, yeah, January. Right. Yeah. I think it was, Falcon and Winter Soldier was supposed to launch first, and right. with the COVID production, whatever, but they, they put WandaVision out there first, and yeah, I, I'm with you there, Dean. What a great way to start the year. And we started out so weird in the in the uh, 50s sitcom stuff, and then quickly, you know, just ramped up. So it's just a you know very well written show, incredibly acted show. You definitely felt Wanda's grief with the vision. But what does Marvel know? It's it terrific. What doing. We've said it before, but they know they yeah. know what they're doing with these TV shows. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, I, like, I liked all of them in some capacity, but yeah, WandaVision to me, WandaVision and Loki were just yeah. probably a two. Those above. are my two. Yeah, one or, <clears throat> it's one, two, right? You know, I, I don't know which one I would put. I would probably go Loki because I en- I enjoyed the characters a yes. little more. Now, WandaVision had a better story and setup, but to me, the character of Loki and Sylvie. Yeah. Uh, and he who remains, uh, Jonathan, um, help me out here, guys. Jonathan, uh, he who remains. Uh, the amazing Jonathan. <laughs> no, Was Jonathan. It ma- 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 the Majors, right? Jonathan Majors? Jonathan right, Taylor right. Thomas. I, I don't know if you're, you think you're helpful, but you're not. Um, look, Jonathan I Ham. Like, I sound like my sister. <laughs> <laughs> Jonathan Majors, yes, is Jonathan King Majors, the yes. yes. Um, he was good in Six Million Dollar Man, but even better in uh, Loki. Yeah, Owen Wilson, fantastic. Just yeah, oh yeah, a lot yeah, of, a lot of great performances. And then oh, I forgot Boba Fett started Christmas Day. Okay, so technically that and is a technically uh, it started twenty one in twenty twenty one. That was right. actually it's the twenty second, but yeah, the Boba Fett Book of okay. Boba. Yeah, but still, yeah. That's why he's the goddamn Statman, people. Mm-hmm. No, it wasn't. Actually, no, you. I take that back. It was a week after. It was the 29th. All right, you lose the, you lose the yes, title. Yes, Fuck. that's right. Yep, we gave yep, it to yep. him. We on a platter, and he just gets the bad. Yeah, although, yeah, although Book of Boba wasn't quite as great as I wanted it to be, but it was still pretty good. Yeah, I give it. Uh, also, I will give you that. I will tell you. I will remind you, and I don't know if everybody felt this way, but the Mandalorian took a few episodes to get sure. there. Absolutely. I mean, in the beginning, it was cool because it was, and the, it, it was more action packed, maybe right. than than this was. Um, but it, you still, it. T- I feel like for me, it took about three or four episodes to get there where I'm like, now I'm looking forward to this. You know, I, I was going to watch it anyway because it was a new character. It was interesting, and it was the right. first time we'd had a Star Wars TV show like this on Disney+. Plus. So I was going to watch it no matter what, but um, it took a while to get there. So I, I'm I'm giving the Book of Boba Fett a, a few episode leeway, but it, I definitely like that they... Um, uh, well, I'm not going to say spoiler alert, but I mean, okay. like, I think... Uh, well, I, like how they, I liked how they started it. That they gave you... you I didn't need new characters yet. I didn't need uh, a new storyline. It the first episode of Book of Boba Fett gave me exactly what I wanted. That is that's true. I said to myself, "That's what you need. You can't do anything. You can't move forward with the Boba Fett character without answering how? these questions." 
and it answered them perfectly. Mm-hmm. You got a little in in uh, in the first um, sleeping scene. You got a little glimpse of the prequels, w- yep. which was fun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, to me, I Brian, you said you know you weren't enthralled by it. I was because it it gave me exactly what that episode should have been. I, I, I was I, not I did, disappointed. Yeah, I did want to see the Sarlacc pit, so that was pretty cool. And then the, yeah. the Patton Oswalt. I just saw the ties to that from Parks yes. and Rec. That was pretty cool. Nick, have you seen that? No. Okay. Um, well, let's, without giving spoilers, um, the way uh, they 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 show him getting out of the Starlight Pit yep. is 100% how uh, Patton Oswalt's character on Parks and Rec described it. Okay. He was, he was trying to do a... Uh, Theorize how... Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and, he, and he said... We cannot rest until we see Boba Fett, and then he literally describes what he does. That scene, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. like you can That's play it cool. next to it. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, it's very cool. Yeah, I'm with you, you on Marvel. Go ahead, sir. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say that's it for my TV shows. I have movies. Do do you want me to run through movies real quick, or you guys want to go to TV shows? Let's do a few more TV shows here. So. Yeah. It, Cultural, oh, phenomen- cultural phenomenon uh, that I just binged. I don't really sit down to binge a lot of shows, but I definitely binged this one, Squid Game, on Netflix. That South Korea uh, show uh, we talked about it on prior episodes, but just I thought it was a very interesting storyline. Uh, definitely super popular out there in, in pop culture. Ali and I tried to go as pop is uh, guards from the show for Halloween, but our costumes did not come in on time because they were. You ruined you know, my joke. Yeah. What? I, did, I was gonna. I was gonna stop you and interrupt you, and say, um, you know, I didn't see it, but I know the characters, and damn it, it'd be great Halloween costumes if somebody could actually get those and pull, wear those for yeah. Halloween. Yeah, we're gonna wear the guards, and just yeah, they didn't come in. There's on no time, one would so. happen. Yep. Yep. So. Great show again. It just uh, it really spoke to. Uh, it was, you know, a fantasy show, but it definitely a lot of realism in the sense of, you know, just people are down on their luck and they get coaxed into playing this game, and they it wind up, you know, if you once you lose in the game, you're literally eliminated. A lot of twists and turns. Well acted. Very tense. And just at the end when they build up to you see who's behind the Squid Game was definitely. I mean, for me anyway, it was, totally White, unex- it? It was not, but <laughs> no. totally unexpected. And they set up a future se- seasons if they want to do that. And I heard they're developing a season two of this. So yeah, super popular show. A lot of fun. Not, a, not a feel good show for, for sure. Definitely a lot of despair and violence and everything else. But, uh, uh, you know, definitely a break from, well, not a complete break from reality, but Great, great show. So, yeah. Nick, do you have any TV shows that uh, stuck with you this year? Yeah, I had a lot of the same ones Dean had. I had uh, WandaVision down and um, uh, what was the other Marvel one? Loki that I liked. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, also, Only Murders in the Building. Uh, that was probably the show that I watched the quickest so this fun. year. Um, mm-hmm. It was. It was just fun. It was easy to go to the next one and the next one and the yep. next one. Um, and it just, yeah, it was just a, it was a really fun watch. 
Um, this season, my favorite probably TV show of the last couple years, season two came out this year. It's called uh, I Think You Should Leave. It is a mm-hmm. sketch comedy show on Netflix. It's super weird. I can't. It's funny because I can't really recommend it to people unless I know you because you will either think it's the most hysterical thing you've ever seen in your life or you'll hate it. There's no in between. It's that awkward and weird to where you you would either love it or hate it. But I love it. It's it makes me so many of the sketches. It doesn't matter how many times I see it. Some of them bring me to tears every time, every single time. So, um, but yeah, it's just a, a fun show, really off the wall and weird. Um, is it a so, um? Is it a jazz cabbage type show? Oh, a, a j- jazz cabbage definitely. Okay, but it's weird. Jazz cabbage can kind of it, it'll heighten you one way or the other. Oh, it okay. might heighten you to the point if you like, you might just be like, it's if you don't do well with awkwardness in TV, um, you're going to hate it. It's you're going to be your nightmare and jazz cabbage will make it the worst thing ever. Okay. So, but if you like awkward exchanges and interactions, that's the, I guess the best way I could probably describe it. Um, but yeah, that came out this year and was fantastic. Just like the season before it. So, um, really enjoyed that. Um, I'm sure I had more down. I just can't on the off the top of my head. It's probably why I should have uh, written them down. But uh, yeah, the the Marvel stuff was good this year. Um, you know, I, I I didn't watch all of it, but the ones that I did watch were WandaVision and Loki, and those are definitely my top two. Um, you know, I, I enjoyed some of What If, um, not all. It was hit or miss for me. But uh, yeah, Marvel. Okay. Uh, you know, the Marvel stuff was was pretty good on the whole. And you guys enjoyed Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and I know a lot of people mm-hmm. did. It just wasn't for me. I couldn't do it. You didn't and even then, see it. I watched four episodes, and I was like, this is awful every time. It was just, <laughs> it's giving me nothing. I just can't. I shouldn't say it was awful. It just, I, I've said this before. I, I, I have nothing for either of these characters. I couldn't care about any two people in this universe less than these two people. I just, why? I don't care. Neither of them oh, interest I thought me I in, in any that, way. Uh... You're not in the Marvel Universe, oh, sir. Okay. Not yet. Mm-mm. Not yet. Hope to be a supervillain someday. Not yet. not yet. I have the hair for it now. Yeah. Yes, that's true. But no, I will say that the storyline seemed to... There seemed to be a lot of... Um, very human moments amongst, you know, I saw some, there were, uh, I think one of the last episodes I watched was when uh, the Falcon was, you know... Uh, spending some time with his family and trying to, you know, juggle with, uh, you know, the responsibility of taking over for Captain America. And, you know, it seemed like there was some, definitely some good things in there. Yeah. Just wasn't for me, but I, yeah, I mean, seemed like it was probably a pretty good show. Um, very, I, I like the diversity of the, of the cast. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe that's why Nick didn't like, it. I don't know. I mean, he's got his own thing. <laughs> um, I will always bring up every year as long as the show is running because it's probably the greatest show on television that since it's come on TV, This Is Us. Um, I have that too. This Is Us is just, a, it's an incredibly well-written and beautiful and wonderful and the characters are incredible and Actually. relatable and it's all just everything. It's all, This Is Us is one of the best shows, one of the best dramas I've ever seen. So it's... it's when when we good. get into what coming up, what we're looking forward to... The mm-hmm. final season starts. Uh, is it going to be the last one? Is final this it? Mm-hmm. Yep. Is this yep. six already? Because they were going to yep. do six. Right. Uh, yeah. Bring out the t- the tissue boxes. It's going to be Not a rough of, one. Yeah. Not a lot of people know that it actually. Uh, you find out that is a prequel to uh, uh, that that uh, zombie show on A and E. Is that right? Cool. <laughs> this is how yeah. Walking Dead started. Yeah. That's how it ends. It ends. Mm-hmm. With- 
Nick Grimes walking in and being introduced. It's pretty cool. Yep. <laughs> a couple other, a couple other shows uh, I saw. Uh, we talked about Jeff Goldblum. We're recording Jeff Goldblum. Yes. Uh, late yeah. December. Oh, absolutely. On Disney Plus. Ep- yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you know, we all agree. If you just want to have a, a twenty-five minutes of just, if you want to smile new, for twenty-five minutes, yes, watch yeah. an episode of that. Yeah, hundred percent. Oh, I will bring another one to the table. Uh, sure. uh, that that damn Michael Che on HBO Max is a fantastic show. What? Uh, I really enjoyed that. What, his, a, his, what is this? That damn Michael Che. It's just Michael. It's also it's kind of a. It's a. It's I've never seen anything like it. It's like. The the episodes start with him almost being interviewed in an open room, but they're talking directly to him, and he's it's almost hmm. a mix between a stand up thing and also just like an interview, and then it'll break into a sketch where Ooh. he's it relates to what he's talking about, and then like it'll you know be his real life situation acted out, and it's just it's it'll everything will be on a certain topic, but it all relates together. Sure. Um, just very clever, very different, um, very smart. I know what uh, I'm watching I love, this week. I love, I love Michael Che. He's fantastic. And there again, they're like 25 minute episodes. It's an easy watch, uh, but it's really good. You know, summer. So, so spoiler, that's going to be my review for next week. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. So yeah, that damn Michael Che on HBO Max was a great show that came out this year. Very good. Oh, another one. Uh, sorry, while I'm on the uh, SNL. No, by train. all means, let's do it. Uh, while I'm on the SNL train, because I keep thinking of more. Um, uh, Shrill, which is A.D. Bryant's show on Hulu. Uh, I think it was would have been season four this year that came out. I could be wrong; okay. it might be three. But I've enjoyed that for the past couple of years, and that show just gets better and better as they go. I think it might have been the, actually it was it was the last season. I think it was four. Um, but Shrill is a great show as well uh, by Ad Bryant um, from mm-hmm. Saturday Night Live. So that's a good one as well. Sorry, continue. No, it's okay. There was another one on HBO Max. I first started watching it. Doom Patrol. Kept... No. Oh, that's a good one too. Uh, the white. This is the White Lotus. Mm, that's funny. I've heard about yeah. it. I've never that's seen. Really it. funny. Yeah, it's set in a in a, a plush hotel in Hawaii, and I kept thinking, "Do I like this show?" And the next thing I know, I'm like, "I am watching the next episode because I want to see what happens." Because I got hooked on the storyline. Oh, is that the one with the? Uh, 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 what's, what's the guy name? that was? Uh, well, uh, um, Jennifer Coolidge is in it. Okay. Um, it's like, and it's who's... like different. Go, it's like sorry. Go ahead, Nick. Is it Charlie's Theron? Who's the what? Who's his wife? The um the kid that was in um, what was that '90s movie with Jack Black where they put the they captured the girl in the basement, the girlfriend. Um, I've never heard of such a movie. Was it Jack Black? I think so. It's Jack Black and that guy. He was he was the uh, gay ice dancer that Phoebe married in Friends in that one episode. If that helps you, um, we just watched it last night. He he was. It's not Jack Black. No, no. Um, do you remember the episode I'm talking about, Dean? Where Phoebe, yeah, yeah but you know, a gay ice that it was from it was Canadian and needed a like. Uh, oh, um, uh, uh, that guy, Zahn, Steve Zahn. Yes, yes, Steve Zahn. So he's in it, and then who's his wife? Is that Charlize Theron or who's the blonde mm-hmm. girl that's it? No, it's uh, I I didn't see the show. I just know who you were talking about. Yes. Yeah. Um. Anyway, it's I didn't watch the whole thing, but uh, Robin was watching it a couple times, and it was hysterical. Like I will, I'll. I would actually like to go back and watch that from beginning to end because it was, it was hilarious and it was just really, again, there's a lot of weird, awkward, funny things that happen. Steve Zahn yeah. did a mid '90s movie called Freak Talks About Sex. Okay. Um, it is. It's not. Uh, uh, it's not. You know, NC17 or anything. It was a comedy, 
um, where he's kind of a loser friend. And uh, again, I don't remember a whole lot about it, but I know it was really funny at the time. But Freak yeah. talks about sex. Steve, one of Steve, Steve Zahn's uh, first movies. Okay. Really good. Do you know what the movie I'm talking about, though, where him and Jack Black like have their buddy's get, girlfriend or ex-girlfriend or somebody in the basement? Mm-hmm. and they're. I got Steve Zahn, Murray Bartlett, Jake Lacey. Murray Bartlett is Armand. He's like the main host guy, the gay guy. Jennifer Coolidge, Alexander Daddario, Cindy Sweeney, Connie Britton is the wife of Connie Britton. Steve oh, Zahn. Okay. Gotcha. Molly Shannon makes an appearance. Uh, just, you know, uh, shows you the difference between kind of the well-to-do and, and the, um, you know, the staff and all. It, it was just, just interesting. It drugs, you got all kinds of different things happening in it. So just worth a, worth a watch. So, yeah. all right. Okay. Any other TV shows? Uh, gentlemen, there are, but I mean, yeah, that's true. Okay. We can probably move Let's on. Let's move time, on to some yeah. movie. Uh, I'll start the movie. I'll start the movie ahead, one. Please. I'm going to lob you guys an easy one. Here's mm-hmm. a movie I enjoyed last year. Spider-Man No Way Home. We yes. just saw it. It was fantastic. It lived Beautiful up to the movie. hype. I think we yep. all agree. It was just excitement. He's singing it too. It was excitement and action per minute. Um, you know what else is great every, every per minute is revolutions. Revolutions per minute as an RPM, mm. which brings to mind our friends at RPM Bike Shop. You may find them, actually, if you go to their Facebook page. They are a proud sponsor. Well, I shouldn't say that they're proud. They are a sponsor of this show, whether they like it or not. And if you go to their Facebook page, uh, you just search RPM Bike Shop. They offer you electronic bikes. It's a new year. It's a new you. Maybe you need a new cool way to get around. Maybe the old bike's just not cutting it anymore. Maybe you need an electric bike. Well, maybe you can take your happy ass down to Carrollton, Ohio, and get mm-hmm. yourself an RPM Bike Shop's electric bike. You can also call them at 330-808-7792. You can go check out the bikes that they have for you on their Facebook page. Give them a call, and they'll help you out. And we appreciate them in 2021 and in 2022. As we electrically ride into a brand new year. Ooh. But yeah, Spider-Man was great. Spider-Man was... <laughs> it was good. Spider-Man well was good. Done, no, sir. Well thank done. you. Spider-Man was very good. Um, I also very much enjoyed uh, uh, the sequel to uh, the first Venom, Venom 2, Let There Be Carnage. That was the mm-hmm. one that stuck out to me. I don't know. I don't See, I don't watch a ton of movies. I watch, It's because TV shows are more digestible. They're in shorter spans, so... I don't, it's, I don't sit down and watch a ton of movies. So as you guys talk, I might think of more. But those are the first two that, um, well, there were two that I went to the theater and saw this year. Space Jam, A New Legacy, I saw. We didn't go to his, the theater, but I did. His young that. millennial mind can't uh, stay focused that long. Yeah. Well, on TikTok, it's like, you know, a minute video. So, I mean, it's mm-hmm. like, I, I don't, I can't do, you want me to sit down for like two and a half hours to watch something? That's insane. Who has that kind of time? All right, how about this? So here's your, here's your top. I'm just going to read you a list. Top okay, twenty-five, top twenty-five global box office movies. Okay, as of like yesterday. Okay, Sick. so number twenty-five, you just mentioned it, Space Jam, one hundred sixty-eight million dollars. Okay, Cliff Walkers, not familiar. Number twenty. Oh, sorry, take that back. Number twenty-four. One of my that's favorite about movies. the the mailman from Cheers, uh, just walking around, right? Cliff Walkers, yeah, not quite. <laughs> Number twice, I actually messed up. Number twenty-four is one of my favorite movies, Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. That was good. I enjoyed that a lot. A lot of I fun. Did. A lot more than I thought I would. 
Yeah, we talked about it's a, a, to me one of the best DC movies in several years, in yeah, my yeah, opinion. Hundred percent better than Wonder Woman eighty four, better than the Justice League. Mm, I, I just for me personally, I enjoyed it more than anything in yeah. in recent years. It was DC. different than the Justice League. I I didn't like Justice League. The the exact whatever the cut was better. It was. Yes, but it's way, it's just two. Not that what four. I was bitching about two and a half. You be four hours. It was crazy. I had to sit down and watch it over a week. I had to break it up like a TV show. <laughs> crazy. Yeah. No, it because it was it was long. It's ridiculous. And, it was, and it, it wasn't was, a it was lot. Work. I mean, it was better, I, but it wasn't great. It was fine. I I, work. I I I, I uh, duct taped a Gatorade bottle onto my penis sat there for all four hours and watched it yeah. straight through. Yeah, that's 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 long. That's a long I day. I didn't even have to pee either. Mm. Long day. But yeah, definitely definitely a fun, interesting movie. Peter Gunn <laughs> definitely had a galaxy of the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy feel to it for sure. So yeah. uh number twenty three was Cliff Walkers. I don't know what that is. <laughs> I don't know what that is. <laughs> I don't either. Uh, I think it was a foreign movie. Looks like it was. Okay. Uh, number 20, damn it, hold on. Sorry. I've got a list. Do you? Do you saw mm-hmm. it, liked it, didn't like it? Not, not all 25, but I, I have, I have, well, actually, we, we mentioned a few of these. Uh, while he's looking that up, I can mention Godzilla vs. King Kong. I don't know if that's going to be on your guys' list, but I enjoyed the hell out of it. Wasn't a Carter, favorite, but, uh. Carter enjoyed the hell out of it. Yeah. Um. It was. I also have um, Mortal Kombat, which I know we all enjoyed. Yeah. And I heard a lot of people, like, like I talked to a lot of people, like, I didn't like it. I thought it sucked. And I didn't. That's I was insane. like, I enjoyed it. I, I did. Thought it was cool as and shit. maybe I'm not enough a nerd about Mortal Kombat. I don't know what the deal was, but I'm like, I liked it. I thought it was pretty kick ass. I mean, for Me what too. it was, it's a Mortal Kombat movie. Exactly. Like, how, how in depth can you get? It's like, right. which is, right. I, I realized the, uh, the, um, Hip, hip, the hypocrisy when I just sat there and said King Kong God's it's the same it's the same thing it's sure it is what it is to just you know have fun with it it's it is what it is I mean you I mean the scene with the uh with with the hat that cut the girl in half that was sick. that price of admission alone boom that yeah. scene there Hands yeah the down. fatalities it worked yep. in was was a lot of fun very cool sure. Ghostbusters Afterlife that was 100%. pretty good that was good yeah enjoyed it very good yeah, definitely a nice homage to the original yep. set up the future. Got to see the, all the old Ghostbusters. It was good. Yeah, yeah. well acted. The Harold Ramis cameo in the afterlife was terrific. I thought and, so. And I tell you, I hate children actors. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but that girl, that little girl, did a good job. Mm-hmm. Like she, normally, I would I watch something like that and really hate it, but no, she did good. She was she was good in it. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, let's see some of the other one top ones. Uh, Shang Chi was number Have it on nine. my list. Four hundred thirty-two million. Great movie. I thought it was a great addition to the Marvel universe. A lot of fun. A lighter feel to it. For, you know, young characters. Nice blend with old and young in the cast. But I thought the the guy who played Shang Chi was very very good. A lot of fun. He's gonna, like I said, welcome addition to the Marvel universe. So Shang Chi. I think you know, Dean, you saw it recently. Yes, I I was pleasantly surprised. I watched it just because I'm like, 
I'll hear a lot about it. I don't think I'm going to enjoy it because I don't know any of the characters. But yeah. I was totally wrong. I, it was really fun. A lot, lot of cool fight scenes. Um, Shang-Chi and the... Uh, what was it? Shang-Chi and the, the Ten Rings? Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Yeah. Legend of the Ten Rings, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I enjoyed it a lot. Yep. Yeah. Have, you see, have you seen it yet? I've, no, I have not yet. I plan on checking it out. Yeah. You should, man. It, it is cool. It's on Disney yeah. Plus now for you get street stream in there. Again, it, it's not Casablanca. It's, it's, it is a Marvel movie. It's got spells and, and magic and people kicking each other and, and surviving, you know. That's good. Okay, <laughs> kicking each other. Well, actually, you know, because we I, all know, we all know, so many people who have been kicked and died immediately. No, 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 no. What am I? Not a complaint, but you always think to yourself like, there's all these Marvel movies, like these people that aren't magic or have superpowers get like kicked or punched into like that. They the motherfucker should be knocked out. But th- this movie at least has a couple scenes to where it shows how this guy can take those punches and kicks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It does yeah. kind of, uh, I don't want to say make it re- realistic, but realistic for the story. Yeah. You know, for watching a Marvel movie and watching people ridiculously get blown up, just kind of like uh, what uh, 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 Hawkeye did. Like, you see all these regular people in these explosions and stuff and, and these shattering through this. And and like now Hawkeye has, a, has gone like death because... You know, of all of this shit that he's had to deal with as a mortal. So I thought that was cool too. You know, it kind of brought a bit of reality, you know, in this fantastical world. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, the James Bond finale, No Time to Die, uh, with, you know, Daniel Craig's, you know, mm-hmm. fi- you know, final stint of James Bond. You know, I've been a big, big Bond fan for many years. I really liked him in the role. And this movie was a uh, a definitive send off to him in this role. Very surprising. Have you, and I won't give. I won't spoil. I it didn't if you see it. Seen. Okay. All you I guys, I heard that that him and Betty White are holding hands in a convertible and <laughs> drive off a cliff. Is this is this true or have I heard falsehoods? Falsehoods. Do you okay. plan on watching it? I I do not. No. Nick. As someone who's never seen a single one, it would be weird to start oh, now. Right. right. So, <laughs> yeah. So, or with where I should say it would be weird to start with that one. It's been out for a while. Okay. Spoiler. So, yeah, spoiler. so at the at the surprising end of this movie, James Bond gets killed. So Daniel Craig is blown up at the hmm. end of this movie, which was a total shock. Oh no! I'm like, I'm thinking, they, well, they can't kill James. <laughs> they can't kill James Bond. <laughs> they, they did. No other movie that they actually kill James Bond. And this one, he found out that he has a daughter, and he had to say farewell to his love and his daughter, and he sacrifices his life wow. basically to save save them and to save. Which leaves it open for Jamie Bond. Well. So now there's all this talk of what they're going to do in the future, what they could do, anything they want. They could reset the whole thing. They could just pick it up like nothing happened. But his story ended surprisingly with his death. So James Bond will return, but we'll see what they do with it. But Jamar Brabond. I I think better than that, I think he should have saved the world, you know, and had the Mm -hmm. happy ending where he's hugging, you know, everybody. And he's just 
exhausted and walks away and for no reason he just ex- bodies explodes and you don't explain <laughs> it don't say why <laughs> and then credits yep. but I think that's how that should go there's no reason it yep. just is mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, this was released in 2021 but I just saw it last evening uh, Matrix Resurrections mm, okay it's on HBO Max. You can see it there, or it's on in the theaters now as well. Don't give me uh, anything, but t- but tell me what you thought. I was not sure if I was going to like it. It was, but they, they. I thought it was good. They 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 continued the story in an interesting way, and they definitely paid interesting homages to the original trilogy. Uh, I thought it was good, worth a watch, definitely check it out and as far as overall entertainment it's hard to dislike for me i mean keanu reeves is just fun in in, in anything for me sure. just you Have know you he's, seen he, speed he's comforting you know uh but the special effects are terrific uh neil patrick harris is in it he's great in about anything as well mm-hmm. so yeah definitely check that out but from from movies released in 2021 it was definitely one that was of you know uh, higher entertainment value for me personally, and then the special effects are always amazing, and the fight yeah. scenes and everything. So, yeah, definitely check out Matrix Resurrections. Now, Dean, you, I think you're the only person still that saw the Eternals. Yes, um, not better than uh, Shang Chi. Um, mm-hmm. Shang Shang Chi. Uh, it was okay. Um, it, it kind of gave you an opening to the next phase. And I know, yes, Spider-Man, uh, uh, far from home was the beginning of phase four, but to me, the, this movie kind of was like the first big, you know, big movie for, for that. And it, it was okay. It was fun. It, it wasn't a bad movie, but, uh, wasn't the best. The ending was made you uh, look forward to the or the post credit scenes made you look forward to what's coming up and gave you some what ifs in your head. But yeah, mm-hmm. so it was okay. Yeah, I would give it about a C. Okay, all right. Yeah, I'm just looking at some of like the. It's interesting that I mean, I guess it's not a shock, but the of like the top fifteen twenty <clears throat> global box office blockbusters a lot of them are these just marvel mm-hmm. or kong you know you mentioned that already venom dune i haven't seen dune i haven't seen dune okay uh yes i i don't know it's like are we past the time of originality if it's originality per se it's just it's just you know certainly the pandemic continues to have impacts because yeah spider-man true. we all said to hell with it it's a big movie we're going to go to the theater we're vaccinated we're going to take our risk right. there's certainly a lot of people out there that's just not going to theaters at all even if they really want to during this crazy time so that's certainly an impact but it'll be interesting when things do settle down of people you know like west side story is a good example it's got it's critically acclaimed i'm looking forward to it yeah me too but but are you going to go to the theater and see it I, I I think uh, I I think uh, Megan and I might, and that's yeah. fine. 
Yeah, that's fine. It's just not a lot of people are doing that. I guess sure. that's the point. So For me, it's mo- not one of yeah. having HBO Max and knowing it's on there also. Oh, is it? So maybe it's, not. I don't need to do that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's. Oh, and it, I is mean, all, it is. I, I, I love West Side Story. I was. I mean, that was my mom's favorite as a kid, and that was like. Okay. Up until meeting, you know, Robin, it was like pretty much the only musical I was familiar with. So, like, I really enjoyed that one. Um, so, I'm looking forward to watching it, but I'm probably not going to go to the theater to see it and probably just going to watch it at home because that's where it's at. So, yeah. We should do a watch party. The three mm-hmm. of us getting, uh, uh, yeah. some of us getting leather jackets, some of us yeah. getting uh, mm-hmm. uh, members only jackets. There you go. Knife yep. fights. Yep. Yeah. When you're like a it. jet, you're a jet from your first cigarette to your last dying day. That's good. Well, the, well, the double feature, Dean. We'll do West Side Story and then Airplane 2. How about that? Ah, yes. That, that's like a it. hell of a night there. Hell like of a it. night. <laughs> Nick, you I'll, I'll give it a watch. I'll get, I don't care. <laughs> give it a watch. <laughs> I didn't hate Airplane. It's like there's so many different movies I would w- go before uh, Airplane Two for a watch along for him. Yeah. To, airplane... to to torment me or no no no. no. Did I think would, see did I think okay. it's funny. just funny? Okay. Just good. Yeah. All right. Any other movies that uh, you that uh, you watch? That's all on my list. Yeah, Nick. I mean, certainly there's more, but yeah, I, I don't remember. Right. Uh, I, I can't, and I'm sure there's some that happened so early in the year that I probably don't even think that they happened this year. Right. But um, yeah, nothing's nothing's coming to mind right now. That western I mentioned on Netflix, Cry Macho. No, well that was okay with Dog, uh, uh, with dog Days or Oh no. Last Man Standing. No. Uh... Was it the how one many, with the how many Benedict westerns Cumberbatch? did you watch this year? This was the western with the all black cast. Yeah, last man wasn't it Last Man Standing or something like that? It was. Or what? The harder they, they fall. fall. Harder they fall. There it is. Okay. That's yeah, it. that's okay. it. Yeah, it, it, if uh, definitely one of the, one of my favorites of the entire year as well. <clears throat> yeah. I like a good western anyway. Yeah, very well done. As I mentioned on prior episodes, it, it was something. It was an all black cast, but I didn't pay attention to that because the fact it was as simply. A well-acted Western movie, one of these you know, classic okay. Western revenge type movies. Yeah, uh, it's Jonathan. It's the same guy that plays Kang. It's the lead. Oh, does hero. He? Oh, yeah. all right. No, man. Jonathan Majors. That guy's awesome. the lead hero. You weren't in it, Idris Elba. Like, what do you? Idris Elba's in it. He's a I terrific don't remember. Villain. Like, I remember like th- hearing about it. I don't. I don't know the cast. So okay. this is the mm-hmm. first time I'm hearing about the cast. And so far, it sounds fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah d- definitely check that out as well. <clears throat> so I don't know if I got any theater play at all, limited. I'm not sure, but okay, one of my yeah, favorite I'll movies of out, 2021 man. for sure. I didn't, I didn't mention it, but like I, for, I watched it not that long ago, and it popped into my head. Uh, I really did enjoy King Richard uh, with, with Will yeah. Smith uh, about the Williams sisters. That was very oh, okay. good. Yes. Yeah. I would <clears throat> recommend that. That's a good, good pick. Definitely gotta check that out as well for sure. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, yeah. So I think that kind of wraps up our I think favorite we did it, boys. TV it shows, favorite movies of 2021. We honored some who passed away. So uh, we're going Uncle to Nick, go ahead. What? Uncle Nick, Mickey mm-hmm. Dick. Boys, yes. I think we did the first episode of 2022 proud. We did. Yes, absolutely. So we're going to wrap up this episode and we're going to this was yeah. your convincing yes. idiots year in review. View, 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 view.
Excellent. when he does that. Yes, Love it's it. great. Super epic. Nick, you remind the folks that we can be <clears throat> found, sir, please. I sure can. Well, if you're looking where to find more of us, and you're looking, scouring the internet, we'll look no further than convincing idiots Linktree. Google convincing idiots, L-I-N-K-T-R-E-E. You're going to find links to all of our social media accounts. You're going to find our email address. You're going to find links to places you can listen to our podcast, as well as uh, convincingidiots.wordpress.com, which is our website. And there you'll see little snippets about us. You get to know a little bit about us, things like that. Maybe if you want to donate money, you don't have to, by all means. But, you know, if you'd like to, that's fine. Um, we look forward to uh, this year, hoping that maybe um, if things work out okay, maybe we can do some live things. Maybe we can do some things in person, hang out. That would be cool. Who knows? We'll see where that goes. But in the meantime, you can virtually hang out with us and feel free to like, subscribe, rate, review, comment, everything. We appreciate those of you. Oh, real quick. We would like to shout out a YouTube commenter. Brian, do you have the name handy, the handle ready? Yes. I know his by, real name. Yes. <laughs> it goes by Zadrez on he, Anonymous. YouTube. Yes. But uh, we know his is name that is to Jonathan. Be anonymous? Okay. That's okay. We're not going to give his last the anonym, name. anonymity part. He is no longer anonymous. <laughs> full name. But for Jonathan, we do appreciate uh, his interactions uh, on YouTube and things like that, his comments and... and uh, what it comes down uh, to is we love to people us. who love us. We, that's right. We appreciate if you're giving us 15 minutes of your time, five minutes of your time, or an hour of your time, or however long this episode was. We appreciate you. So thank you very much. Hours. We appreciate that. We do this and try to have fun. So please go check out all of our social media accounts if you have not done so already. And uh, that is where you will find us. So for this 2021 wrap-up, first episode of 2022, I am your millennial, Nicholas. Oh, I'm the Zenial Dean. I'm Brian Gen X. Have we convinced you to venture into the unknown frontier that is 2022 with us? We're about okay. a half an hour or um, so into this segment. Go actually, ahead. Actually, if uh, once again we can we can do this, we can run along, but we can give our fans a little something extra. Let's power through real quick and do the real quick movies that we enjoyed in 2021. End this show, and we will do a little bonus episode called uh, I don't know, uh, Welcome 2022, and we can do a quick uh, episode on 2022. Brian seems indifferent it, to your idea. That's Brian feels. Brian he always wants like, mini episodes. I'm offering mini so Brian would have liked you to just bring this to the mini-sode. table earlier. And I just thought about it. I just thought about it. <laughs> so we talked about the, the Dean Thorne and, the, and the, the moments of silence. That was definitely a good example. I just the, thought about the it. The stillness of Brian's face. I didn't know if the video paused or not because I was like, <laughs> I just think he hates that. I, I don't think it's anything. I just think he's. <laughs>